Asia's Developing Future, brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo, a leading source of knowledge in fast-emerging Asia and the Pacific for 20 years. The number of think tanks in Asia has grown over the last decade, and many have become prominent. The 2017 Global Go-To-Think Tank Index report records 1,676 think tanks in Asia as of December 2017, almost as many as the 1,872 in the United States, and gaining on the 2,045 that have set up in Europe. The report says there are about 8,000 think tanks globally. James McGann, the creator and editor of the report and director of the Think Tanks and Civil Societies program at the University of Pennsylvania, credited the growth of think tanks to Asia's economic progress, a better business environment, and policymakers' need for advice on critical issues. The complex policy problems accompanying economic growth in Singapore, India, Japan, the People's Republic of China, and the Republic of Korea have sparked government interest in think tanks. Governments also look to think tanks to exert soft power. Many countries, and certainly China, has understood the, the importance of, of think tanks as an instrument of soft power. China's President Xi Jinping sees think tanks as the principal instrument for modernization and reform, and wants to work with those that demonstrate Chinese characteristics and can rival leading organizations in the United States and Europe. Despite their rise in prominence, think tanks need to improve their profile, expertise, performance, and impact. Several areas can be improved. One is funding source. One of the strengths, but also one of the great weaknesses, is the fact in Asia and in most of the rest of the world, outside of Western Europe and, the, and North America, the principal primary funders for think tanks are governments, domestic governments, and then secondly, public and private international donors. Where the funding comes from can be important to the assessment of intellectual credibility. Some countries have concerns if private or overseas donors exercise too much influence over the sponsorship of research or local think tanks. In Asia, many believe that only the government can be an independent and credible funding source for think tanks. McGann cites pros and cons. Not that there's anything wrong with government funding, but to presume that a ministry or an administration, that there is no bias or agenda or subtle or direct influence that is any greater or lesser than international, private, and public donors or donors within a country, to me, is unfair at best. With government funding, a think tank gains access and raises the likelihood of its research being used. But there are also downsides, McGann said. Government and bureaucracies tend not to be innovative. They tend to be large and lumbering. They tend not always to focus on the most relevant issues. And for those reasons, it cuts against having exclusively entirely government-affiliated think tanks. Government-supported think tanks also tend to produce less research, and has been the case in India and China. But think tanks that don't rely on government funding tend to have a small budget and staff and unreliable funding streams, making it hard to recruit and retain first-rate scholars. McGann says think tanks must be transparent about their funding. We have been in the forefront of encouraging think tanks to get out in front of the issue of transparency, i.e., you know, who funds you? And do you have standards to ensure the quality, integrity, and independence of your research? Because if you produce a study on a disaster and you have critiqued 
the industry that is the subject of that or supposed cause of that disaster. And it turns out that your funder is a competitor of the industry that has contributed to that disaster. Your motives, your analysis, your credibility is shot, even if your assessment and analysis are correct. Think tanks must be autonomous and independent. A think tank needs to diversify its funding source. And one way to achieve this, McGann said, is through a legal regulatory framework that supports think tanks. The importance and elements related to independence are legal independence and regulatory framework that provides that, financial independence, uh, that I believe that diversity of funding, that having a range of supporters is the greatest path, the most important path to independence. Finally, think tanks should commit to provide independent research and adhere to the principles of social science research. Independence is important in terms of being able to trust in a period where we have information insecurity and there is disinformation, misinformation, to be able to know that the institution, what they say is credible and independent are most important things. That was James McGann speaking at the Asian Development Bank Institute, Tokyo. He is a senior lecturer of international studies at the Lauder Institute and director of the Think Tanks and Civil Societies program at the University of Pennsylvania. He is also the creator and editor of the annual global Gocha Think Tank Index. This has been Asia's Developing Future, brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo. See the show notes for the transcript and related material. For more information about us, please visit adbi.org. Thank you.